0: Welcome to The Photographer's Action Plan, we're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some, oops, moments because let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out you'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Char Stackle. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. I've got my little cheat sheet here. Okay. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode to the Photographer's Action Plan. I'm so excited to welcome this week's guest who is helping wedding professionals and photographers elevate the quality of clients they attract and position themselves as a clear choice to win that yes. And Rachel Jordan is a business coach focusing on heart-centered marketing and sales with a background in web design, hair, makeup, artistry, photography and other artistic businesses she's experienced in bringing small creative businesses into the luxury space from the ground up rachel's passionate about helping women lead with their authentic heart connect with their clients on a meaningful level and run abundant businesses while spending time with family and building the life of their genes well rachel welcome i just want to say yes to everything um on <laughs> all of that so thank you can you tell us a little bit more about you
1: well hello i'm so excited to be here today this is so fun thanks for having me uh yeah my my Weird, unconventional life is uh, a convoluted story full of fun twists and turns. But I I grew up homeschooled. I'm the oldest of five. I went to college and finished my bachelor's in music when I was 19. And I just kind of jumped into the entrepreneurial self-employed life uh, at that time. And um, my siblings are all filmmakers. I, I got into hair and makeup through that, I was like, hey, I have a kid, I should try weddings, had some really awful first experiences with weddings, I was like I'm never doing this again. And then I found business education and that changed the name of the game for me, <laughs> being educated about how to run a business, how to have, um, you know, set your customers expectations and be better at your sales and marketing. Uh, really made me fall in love with weddings. And so I spent a number of years doing hair and makeup for weddings. And then when the timing was right, I kind of rebranded, restarted, and started doing photography for weddings uh, as well. I now also specialize in branding photography. So I'm doing a bit of both. Uh, that's still current. I'm still doing that. And I am also a coach, business coach for other wedding professionals and photographers who are looking to elevate the quality of clients that they're attracting. So that's kind of my my convoluted story in a smallest nutshell. I can make it.
0: That is wonderful. And, you know, Rachel, I think we both share something in common with... You know, you do. You you. It's it's just a journey. It really Mm -hmm. is. I never came out of high school or any even college thinking, knowing exactly what I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. and it's always great, just you know, something creative. Which obviously, that's what you were doing. And same here. It's like you know that. You know, you know, you have to be in that creative space somewhere, yes. just not sure exactly where. So I can relate with that, and hopefully, uh, other people can relate. And and they found, you know, photography as that finally that end all be all. And I don't know if it's an end all be all because I'm sure photographers and a lot of them go and and do a bunch of things just mm-hmm. you know just to yeah. End. so yeah. 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 And
1: I love having, I feel like, uh, excuse me. I feel like having a photography business is like the perfect blend of, uh, being self-employed and being able to own my own business, which I really love Mm -hmm. and being very creative and being very technical. Both of those things I really love. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also just um, sharing beauty with the world and, and helping other people feel beautiful, feel encouraged, and, and just having that relationship. So it's a really unique blend of all those things, and it's so me and something I'm really blessed to be able to spend my life doing.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like that is a absolute unique blend of of being able to help people feel beautiful in in more ways than one. That way, with the photography and with makeup and now with branding. So yes. that, there's there's always that aesthetic there too. It's beautiful.
1: So yeah. yeah. I feel like everything I loved about my makeup business totally transferred into my photography business. And that's something I'm I'm I was very excited about for sure.
0: Wonderful. Well you told us a little bit about your journey. So I mentioned in your intro that you talk about high end service and luxury messaging and sales how can photographers effectively incorporate these elements into their business to attract those higher quality clients cuz you kind of you hinted about oh you know when you first got into weddings how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how eye opening it was mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah for sure yeah it's and I, I talked to a lot of uh, photographers and wedding professionals who I, I kind of call this the, the A-plus service, the A-plus work. You're providing, inc- you know, an incredible service. Your work looks amazing. And then you're like c-minus on the marketing and sales and and so you're looking at your business going like why why aren't i making more why is this so hard um you know maybe i should invest in another camera or maybe i should go take these really expensive artistic education um programs or something like i need to up my game artistically maybe that's why
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not
1: getting the clients that I want. And um, I've just found that that's really not true. Like most people who are professionals, they have kind of this mini, minimum barrier professionalism that um, is totally serving their clients. They're here with a heart to serve their clients and they're doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. However, they they haven't connected that with how to uh attract the right clients that are willing to pay appropriately. And there's all these mindset fears and um lots of things surrounding raising your rates and really um uh, charging what you need to make your life work. Um right. <clears throat> which is I I feel like that's different than charging your worth personally. It's not it's not always about charging your worth. It's about mm-hmm. charging what you need to make your life work and um so when it comes to luxury messaging and sales there's lots of nuances with that that if you're somebody who grew up in the lower middle classes then maybe you have never experienced that in your own life and so you don't really know what that looks like and so you're approaching your luxury business because photography is a luxury business so is anything wedding you're approaching your luxury business from a walmart or target mindset
0: Mm -hmm. which
1: just it really does not serve you Um, and it's gonna make those sales a lot harder so some of the things that i talk about is how can you make this more custom how can you make your business incredibly customized to your soulmate clients so that when they see it they go wow this is so me this is custom this is luxury because Wouldn't you expect to pay more for a dress that was custom designed for you than something that you bought off the rack? Yeah, You would just go in expecting that, right? right? And so the same thing applies with our creative businesses. Something that is specifically made for your ideal client is gonna feel way more luxurious and worth spending more on. Um, And you're gonna see a lot of the sales objections and the things that get in the way of the sales kind of melt away as you get really clear as a business owner of who you're serving, not just at the demographic level of like, where do they shop? How much do they make per year? You know, if you're in the wedding space, um you know there's not a lot of demographic information that really helps you like great they get their coffee at starbucks but you know like what (laughs) how does that help you right? Right, right um so the things that you really need to know are um why why do they make the decisions that they make what's really important to them not just for their wedding day but for their whole life their whole life values um and how are you infusing uh, into your website, your copy, your images, the story that they want to see themselves in, and mirroring back to them exactly what they want to experience at the heart level. And that's what makes something feel customized and luxury to your person.
0: Yeah. So that, that's pretty incredible. I think bringing that, I love that you talk about that heart center piece of it um being in the kind of a marketing space myself it, you see a lot of what you just spoke to you know here's a lot of demographics here's a lot of things and i know photographers um we <laughs> are so much more creative, more heart centered, you know, these you're producing images that tug and speak stories and volumes that no amount of marketing or demographics are really going to to, you know, really even scratch the surface of. So Mm -hmm. I love that you bring that in and that you're able to, um, say that there is that sort of messaging, you're, you're opening up that marketing space for, um, for that heart centered for the, the actual connection piece of it, um, which is, Hard to find right now, even though I do see more people talking about, you know, um, communicating with your heart and being more business focused, you know, heart center businesses and different things like that is still not as prevalent as it should be, especially when it comes to marketing and messaging, I believe. So um, thank you for that. Um, which is amazing. And you did mention soulmate clients and you kind of you and I kind of mentioned this a little bit before the podcast or I brought it up. Um I'm curious, um, what do you consider a soulmate client?
1: Getting all the goomers out of the way.
0: You want to get some water?
1: No, I'm good. Okay. That's Uh, honestly like a really great question Um, so one thing I I feel like a lot of educators and um, programs that you can go through um, talking about business and there's a lot of really excellent businesses out there but um, a lot of programs talk about your ideal client And while there's nothing wrong with your ideal client, I feel like that's just kind of an overused phrase a little bit, and it's just not as specific as soulmate client. Soulmate client speaks a little bit more to the heart level stuff. And um, especially in this, in the wedding space, I feel like it just really fits with what we're looking for. You know, people are getting married to their soulmate. You're looking for your soulmate client. You're going to be a huge part of someone's very memorable and special day. And um, in addition to that, I kind of feel like it means something a little bit more than an ideal client, which feels a little bit more transactional. Uh, To me, it means almost like, and if you read Anne of Green Gables, like bosom friends or whatever, phrase she you there, you know, it's like you're my person. I connect with you differently. And so it's people that you know right away you're going to connect with. You're going to love them. They're going to love you and who it's going to be really easy for you to do an amazing job for people who are going to be really excited to work with you and people who um, are going to see your value. Yeah. And to me, that goes, that says soulmate client says a little bit more than ideal client. Yeah. But I'm really curious to hear your definition of it, honestly.
0: No, I I believe the same thing. To me, the, a soulmate client is somebody that, yeah, you just recognize them as, and I love that you said you're my person, but it's kind of like, I think of Grey's Anatomy when you, <laughs> when you say that. Um, but it, yeah, it's... It is it's that you're you're recognizing that, hey, I'm part of especially on a wedding day, you end up becoming as a photographer, you should kind of start to become part of their family at that point in day because they're starting um, their life together. And you're part of that. You're welcomed in with the family um, during that whole day as here and you're capturing all of those phenomenal moments you know so you you end up being kind of you know the that family member in in that whole uh, event which is amazing and hopefully if If they see you as, you know, you've done your, your luxury heart centered stuff that they continue their life with you, um, in, in any other kind of capacity, if you offer other, you know, sessions on down the line with them, if if you're doing, um, other kind of family photography at that point. So,
1: yeah, but it's definitely true. Like the ones who are your people, they come back. For newborn and family and seniors and yeah I mean, that's the sign all, of a very
0: yeah. healthy business. Yeah, yeah. And and that is that is incredible. Um so I guess a soulmate it is is that's you just you just like hey, yeah. I I I've loved that you said that. So, you know. <laughs> um I think we're on the same page. Okay. Uh so as far as we kind of talked a little bit about that luxury and i and i kind of want to go back to it as far as when you had mentioned um if you grew up kind of you know middle class and recognizing that luxury i think it's hard to get back to the idea of you know you're not selling to yourself right and and that you're actually providing a service. You're not providing a service to somebody just like you. And I think maybe that's what gets misconstrued with the soulmate client, because maybe you, because you have certain, um, I don't know a certain cultural role, certain place that you have grown up and are used to. That doesn't mean that it, it, this. You're just hanging out, you know, the girl next door. You know, we're we're hanging out together, soulmate wise. You're actually um, providing a service for somebody that's maybe you know down the street. If you were to think of like high school, right? You're maybe you're the middle class. So, other side of the streets, you're actually becoming friends with somebody who lived up on the hill, um, as it were, and, and you're still being able to do that. And it's, I think there's a little bit of a jump sometimes. Can you, have, have you expe- experienced that with, um, the people that you help with in your messaging or is that something that I'm just coming up with? <coughs>
1: Yeah, that's definitely something that I have uh, experienced myself and with with others and um, a lot of it comes down to really identifying the money mindsets that you have um, a lot of people have attached moral values to money in some way, and it usually comes from your parents and what they believed about money, or your grandparents, or, or even things that your parents didn't believe about money, like things you, you saw in your environment that you're like, "I'm never doing that," um, and you can develop some, um, some morals for yourself, basically that really don't serve you as a business owner, and so, and, and a lot of times you're completely unconscious so it's just important to really look at what you believe about money and what you believe about closing sales and you know especially as you start to see yourself charging more and you're you're thinking if you feel inside like wow that's a lot of money oh red flag you need to go think about why you think that's a lot of money because just because you think it's a lot of money doesn't mean that the person you're selling to thinks it's a lot of money Right. And and in a lot of cases, something that's keeping people out of the luxury market is they're actually not charging enough and they're not seen as high value because they they don't have a high value price tag. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you triple your prices tomorrow and just say, that's what I'm doing. Um, You know, I've done that, by the way. It mm-hmm. takes a while <laughs> to kick in. You're going to run into a lot of stuff, but you know the 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 money mindset stuff really comes into play. Um, but but the you do find that when you're looking at who your soulmate client is, there's going to be pieces of yourself in there. And that's what's confusing is there are pieces of yourself in there. Uh It's going to be a lot of personality stuff. It's going to be a lot of, um, A lot of your beliefs and um your values will align with your soulmate client but that doesn't mean that your income aligns or that the way that you were brought up aligns or that what you think about money aligns at all right Um, and so your job as a marketer is to really define for yourself okay this is my ideal client here's the pieces that are similar to me and here's the pieces that are not and that's okay Um, and to to just know that to know the person you're talking to and Mm -hmm. don't put your yourself on them only share with them in your marketing Um, you know a lot of people are have a hard time talking about themselves in their marketing Mm -hmm. that's true The the way that you fix that is You only need to talk about your values that align with their values. That's all you need to talk about and, and simple. it's very simple and it's so much easier so if i know that my soulmate client uh really values family family is at the heart of a lot of the decisions that they make especially about their wedding well great the, how i talk about myself is hi i'm rachel i'm the oldest of five i love my family i value my family i try to spend as much time as i can taking my daughter to the beach and they are the most important thing in the world to me so Mm -hmm. All I've done is just created a connection with them with something that they value. Obviously you need to tell the truth. You know, if you value it, it has to actually be something that you value uh, obviously, but it's really, it really is that simple. You connect with them over the values that you do have in common and you don't project your own things about money onto
0: their situation. You just Mm -hmm. listen. I love that. That is, that is so wonderful. (laughs) um so in your opinion what are some like common things that you see when a messaging strategy is off with photographers Mm -hmm. how can how can they how can they see that yeah well the first thing
1: is that um a lot of people can really tell when their messaging is off they'll Mm -hmm. come to me saying my messaging is off. I know it is. (laughs) I don't know why, but I know it is. Um, And a lot of the symptoms that they're seeing is they're attracting people who are just really not a good fit. Like there are people, even if you're booking them, there are people you're not really excited to work with, or you feel constantly undervalued by the clients that you're working with, people who just aren't respecting you or your time. People who want everything for nothing, people who are just not valuing you because you know when you're being valued, you know, when you have a client who's, you know, who just loves you. They write the thank you cards. They give you the tips. They um, they're just like, you're the professional. I trust you. Right. You know, when you have a client like that, Mm -hmm. and if the majority of your clients are not like that, then you have a messaging problem. Um, if you're getting the majority of clients uh, or if you're getting a lot of tire kickers, that's another, um, problem with your messaging. The reason why tire kickers is kind of a red flag for a messaging problem Mm -hmm. is because, um, when your messaging is confusing, Mm -hmm. then you start attracting the people who are filling out every contact form and who aren't looking for something specific. So if you're not being specific, you're also going to get the people who are not specific and you're forcing them to choose on their on their one thing that they've made a decision about, which is the price. Exactly. <laughs> you know, took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> so so getting a lot of tire kickers is a huge red flag for a messaging problem. Um, and, and there's just other things that you you can feel like something is off. If you feel like something is off, something probably is off. Maybe you're getting a lot of inquiries and you feel like, um, you know, a lot of them are okay fits, but then you get into the sales process. And it's just like your sales, your closing rate is abysmal. I've had that happen to me before. And it turns out it actually was a messaging problem. I was calling in almost the right people but not quite Mm -hmm. um and and so you you really just want to look out for the ways that you are not attracting the person who's yes 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 all the way to the end Mm -hmm. sometimes some people sneak in but for the most part when your messaging is truly aligned with your soulmate client You're going to get people who are really easy to close, who love what you do, who love you, are happy to pay you at whatever rate you choose to sell at and and who are really happy with the entire process of working with you, happy to leave you a review, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah, that just it just sounds. Phenomenal! It's like, oh, why can't we have all our clients be like that, right? (laughs) Copy paste. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, it's just, just it sounds so, so dreamy, and (laughs) and I, and I know Rachel. I'm sure that that is that's the case. Once you get that messaging, you know kind of dialed in which I'm sure I don't know maybe you can tell me how does it take a long time to get your messaging dialed in absolutely not okay. uh, a lot of my
1: uh, one-on-one clients they see massive changes in who they're attracting within like two weeks wow That's it you- works it works overnight it, I, I had in my own case um, like I did a like a re a refresh on on my messaging one night and the next day I was getting a completely different kind of inquiries because it's really it it totally speaks to a different kind of person even really subtle tweaks like taking out the word deserve Mm -hmm. like a lot of people use the word deserve everyone deserves a wonderful wedding day that's on Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of websites (laughs) but if you take that off and you say something else that isn't uh, implying that everyone is entitled to a luxury experience Uh you start talking to a different kind of
0: person yeah it's amazing how how much words mean and you don't recognize how often a single word that if you just use it can throw throw a complete meaning off just like that Mm -hmm. amazing
1: it's so it's so subtle but so Mm -hmm. powerful and when you get all of your images and copy into alignment with exactly who you're trying to talk to it can change really really fast Mm -hmm. and you will know it too because your inquiries will start repeating back to you exactly what you put out there for them to read uh, and you you'll know that hey I found a match it's like playing memory you know those where you like you flip the cards I was doing that with my daughter this morning <laughs> you're trying to find the matches uh-huh. <laughs> it feels like that it's like hey I got a match this person is exactly the right person for me because they're saying all the right things and now I know what the right things are because I actually know who I was trying to attract here
0: right that is so great Wonderful. So what specific steps can photographers take to kind of get to know their soulmate clients and just, yeah, on a, on a better level?
1: I'm a really big fan of listening. That's um, I think what a lot of people try to do with their marketing is they try and come up with things and they come out of it, they come up with things out of their own head. And the problem with our own heads. Is that they've only had our experience in them (laughs) you know and so it's all anything that you come up with that way is infused with your experiences your limiting beliefs you know your middle-class money mindsets you know your trauma experiences your everything right Right. good and the bad Um, and there's a lot of workbooks and stuff out there that you can fill out to get you you know a good chunk of the way towards having something solid for your marketing um but really what having effective sales conversations is about is truly listening to the person in front of you and really understanding where they're coming from their heart what they value and what they need to see from you in order to make it a yes and and ticking ticking the boxes that yes this is a good fit and so all your marketing is is a reflection of who your ideal client is the story that they want to see themselves in and mirroring back to them all the things that they care about Mm
0: -hmm. in the way
1: that they would describe it and so the best way you can do that is listening if you are not having phone like in-depth phone sales calls with your clients, Mm -hmm. you're missing out on a ton of information. (laughs) So much information. That's the very first place to start. Um, You know, listening to the objections that are coming up. Well, why are those coming up? Don't just take them as a no and get heartbroken about it and go binge eat your ice cream like actually understand <laughs> you need to you need to listen and understand where they were coming from and why that was a no um, and what what flags you missed along the way that could have signaled to you that something was out of alignment um, so really really listening to your clients asking the right questions um i interview past clients frequently i use the language that they use i really listen to what they're saying i I look for patterns Mm -hmm. um and then also just getting really really clear about who you want to serve and what you want to do so that you're not presenting anything that is out of alignment with who you are
0: Mm, yeah that's huge i think sometimes and i and that it's it's tough sometimes to feel like you need to to find that it's 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 very much a venn diagram you know where where you both align where your soulmate client is and where you're at and you're not one and the same but you're not completely separate either it, you, you do overlap and just finding that overlap that spot is what it sounds like you're you're saying mm-hmm. is like this is who i am what i want to do and here's my client and here's what they do and and what they want and this is this is how we can work together right finding yeah. that, that place yeah yeah absolutely
1: and i i know that a lot of uh since we're artisans and typically not trained sales mm-hmm. in this industry there's a lot of confusion about what sales looks like, uh, -hmm. from our profession. So it's really easy to go into sales conversations, thinking to yourself, oh, I have to sell myself. And that's really not how that works. Mm -hmm. You need to be the best listener in the world. And that's, that's what really closes the sale because when people, everyone wants to feel listened to. And even if, you entered a conversation saying nothing about yourself and you just help the other person feel listened to, they will feel like you're their friend. Yeah, Right. (laughs) They, they can feel like they know you even though they know nothing about you. And so it's not about selling yourself. It's about listening better and about understanding what you're listening for that will change the dynamic of that conversation
0: mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah. I, it's incredible to me that there isn't more training on listening. And maybe there is in larger sales type um, workshops and that such a thing. So I've never taken any uh, sales workshops, but I would think that there would be more value in which i don't it probably wouldn't sell you know listen better so you can get better sales i don't know maybe, <laughs> maybe that's in the workshop um uh, but it it really that i believe that that's true i've had um i've had uh feedback that that has been the case in talking to numerous people about about just what you were talking about the sales people just not feeling listened to, talked over you know right Uh, yeah
1: and then they don't feel like you understand what they want because you did all the talking and you didn't listen to what they wanted first and even if you've heard it from a hundred people you still have to listen to what this person in front of you wants and needs Mm -hmm. and when they tell you then you get to say Wonderful. I totally align with that. That's exactly what I would love to give you. Yeah. And then
0: the sales conversation gets so much easier. It it does. And I'm asking questions. Oh, it's huge too. You know, maybe they're there. You're talking about um, objections melting away. And a lot of that is just finding the, the question as to why are they having that objection and asking a question like, you know, Mm-hmm. And it has to be open ended, you know, and can't be like yes or no. But
1: right, um, you kind of yeah. have to de- discover why they're asking that question because a lot of times they're asking a question that they've distilled down in their own mind. Mm-hmm. And you need to get to the root feeling of why that question came up for them so that you can actually answer it. Um, because, you know, the same question can have two different answers depending on the reason why they asked it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, getting, getting really good at asking questions, carefully listening, um, and putting little inserts and talking about yourself minimally. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to what, what about me aligns with the values of this person so that I can wholeheartedly say, oh, yes, me too. I love that. Right?
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then it doesn't
1: feel fake or weird or pushy. You
0: genuinely connect with this person yeah yeah i'm going back to that heart centered Mm
1: -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and going i i have taken some sales training outside of the photography wedding industry it actually is kind of rare like you were saying at least in my experience to talk about um well they might say things like listening in Mm -hmm. sales but that's not um i feel like not very many coaches or educators do a great job of Helping you understand how to do that exactly, mm-hmm. um, and how to make it specific for your business. So that that is something that I, I work hard with with my my clients to make sure you understand how you do this for yourself in your business.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. So Rachel's the one to 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 teach us, and so we can actually have those better sales conversations. So to to listen. And uh, and be able to connect with our soulmate clients, so that's phenomenal. Speaking of, do you have any success stories or feedbacks from f- photographers that have uh, have worked with you? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh,
1: it's been really fun. Um, <clears throat> my um, my, I have like a free audit that I help people with Okay. and just the reviews from people who had the free audit, didn't even do anything paid with me are pretty exciting to me uh, about oh, adjustments that they made. Um, you know, a lot of the people who went on to actually work with me, th- they all say things like your free material helped me so much. I knew that working with you, um, was just going to take it to another level. And, um, so that's definitely, the case with other photographers who I'm working with, who see like once they do the work to understand who their ideal client is, they go through a messaging refresh and then we're looking at their sales process. As soon as they do that message refresh, as soon as they can get that out the door and on the website, uh, it completely changes who they're bringing in. And it's really, really exciting to see them close sales that they have never Uh, Closed before to raise their rates to places that they didn't think were possible and to see people not even bat an eye um, at at much bigger numbers I I have had um, I worked with a photographer who is kind of transitioning out of just like a part-time hobby and wanting to go professional uh, full-time and you know she she knew she was charging abysmal rates it like they get eight hundred dollars for weddings, you know, which is unlivable. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's not a living wage. <laughs> um, and she, so she, in you know, in the course of a few months of working together, she went from you know eight hundred thousand dollars being like the most she'd ever sold and feeling like that was a ton of money for her to closing four thousand dollar weddings um, mm-hmm. without without a problem. So it really it comes down to your confidence, your willingness to say, I don't believe that anymore about money uh, issues that you may have believed and knowing that you're in a process that attracts
0: the right people. Mm -hmm. That's great. And, you know, I, I love that because then it just helps everybody. It helps the people have the the wedding of their dreams the the images of their wedding of their dreams and then it helps just kind of just keep keep that um going as yeah. far as as getting other people how that photog- that amazing photographer be booked for their wedding so it's that's great i love yeah. it yep. yeah so tell me a little bit more about this um this um free uh is it, is it a strategy session is it a call what what yeah, do
1: you call it so it's a free 15 minute um, sometimes I call it an audit, sometimes I okay. call it a strategy session, okay. kind of depends on what you're coming to me for. <laughs> um, but basically, um, you can book a free call with me. It is not a sales call. So I don't pitch to you on the call and I'm literally there to help you see what you can't see. Um, and so if you're like, I know something is off, I know something is wrong, um, and you want some professional help to identify what it is, then, um, that is for you. I, um, um, write up notes for you. I give you straight to the point actionable feedback on what you can do to adjust your messaging to attract the right people coming in the door and um, you know actually give you some meat to chew on and the ability to take some steps forward uh, you know by yourself if you choose um, to, to, to move forward with that. So um, yeah, that's my uh, my offer to anybody who feels like, Hey, I need some
0: help. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, and then we'll, we'll have uh, that in the show notes. And Rachel, before we wrap up, because we are the action um, plan, I always like to do a step or an action for a photographer to do right now. So what would you suggest for messaging to have them have a photographer kind of like you had mentioned, noticing that it was that your messaging is off. Is is there a specific action that you would um, have somebody do once they get done listening to this photography, <clears throat> this podcast today to help with their messaging?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so what I would suggest you do is sit down with a piece of paper and answer who, what, why and how. I'm going to tell you exactly what I mean by those things. So who your person? Exactly. Somebody who doesn't need to be educated up to working with you. They're already ready to drop a pity, pretty penny. Right. They don't they don't need to be talked into it or educated about the benefits of investing in better photography by spending more like that's You don't need to go there. Who is your person exactly and then what what story do they see themselves in and how are you showing and telling that story exactly as if it were a movie trailer or you know a rom-com envision uh you know a rom-com about weddings and you need to be envisioning what your clients are picturing in their head and that's what your website needs to look like Mm -hmm. that's the pictures you need to show that's the copy that you need to be writing describing the feeling of that so that's the who and the what why why do they want what they want why are they making the choices that they're making what are the underlying values and aspirations and dreams for their whole life that they have that are influencing their wedding choices Mm -hmm. and then the how this is how you talk about yourself what do you do that uniquely qualifies you to serve this particular client or to meet these aspirations solve those set of problems for your particular person um and what values do you have that aligns with them so if you if you look at for instance my ideal client i kind of mentioned this earlier my ideal client cares very deeply about family Mm -hmm. they want When I'm interviewing them and I'm talking to them about what they really want to see as if they're picturing it in a movie, they are describing to me moments with their father, moments with their mother, time with their sisters, the fun party that they're going to have at the reception, the family reunion that's taking place as a result of their wedding and how excited they are that everyone gets together. Okay, So Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm asking them like what, what it is that they're really excited about, that's what they're telling me. Okay, I have to show that that's what needs Mm -hmm. to be on my website not couples portraiture that needs to be on my website Uh, i need to talk Mm -hmm. about that i need to mirror back to them exactly what they are picturing in their head and talk about why that's important to them talk about why that's also important to me and how i accomplish that for them And so you can see that that completely changes the message that i'm putting out there um i'm not it, it doesn't it doesn't make me concerned about the, um, you know, do I have the 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 perfect ring shot? Do I have the perfect couples portrait? Because that's not what my client's coming to me for. Right. They're coming for something completely different. Um. And yes, I still give them the perfect ring shot. And yes, I still take really beautiful couples portraiture. If I do say so myself. But <laughs> that's not what is the first part of my marketing that they see. Yeah. That is not it. So you need to identify those things for your brand and then infuse those, especially into the homepage of your website. That is the main focus of your messaging. Infusing Mm -hmm. who, the what, the why, and the how. And that's how you talk about yourself. And that's how you talk about your ideal client. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, if you get clear on that and you do that
0: overnight, you're going to see a really big shift in who you're attracting. That's so huge. You know, it's it's such a subtle shift, but but so impactful. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate it. How can um our listeners get a hold of you? Or where where are you mostly hanging out at online, I guess?
1: Yeah, so I have a Facebook group that you can join okay. um, if you look up Empowered Weddings. That's the name of my program. Okay. Um, I, you can also sign up for that uh, strategy session, the free sa- strategy session call uh, at racheljordaneducation.com slash audit. Super easy to find. Um, you can also find it just if you go to Rachel Jordan Education and uh, click click on lots of buttons (laughs) it's right right there at the top (laughs) it's easy to find um yeah so those are those are where i hang out typically you can also just friend me on facebook wonderful
0: thank you so much rachel it's been great talking to you and i appreciate um having you here today
1: Oh, thank you. This is so fun to be here today and to talk to your audience about something that we're obviously both passionate about. Yes. (laughs) We could talk about this
0: all day. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. The Photographer's Action Plan is produced by Action Arrow Media marketing assistance for photographers. If you want marketing assistance to grow your business or to book your soulmate clients without burning out, yes, I see you too, mama. Visit us at actionarrowmedia.com or at actionarrowmedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, well, thank you so very much, really. And I'd love to chat and find out a little bit more about you. You can screenshot your podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me at Action Arrow Media so we can connect. Again, thank you so much for listening.